Hello, hello, and welcome back to Spiraling in Suburbia. I hope you all enjoyed the first episode and it was bearable at minimum. I know that I put a lot of hate around it being like, oh, it's probably going to be cringy and I know I should be a little bit more confident, but I just know I'm going to look back on it one day, whether it's a few months from now or a year from now, and just know that I've grown within how I talk in a podcast just because I've never done this before and I'm just trying to remind myself that it's okay to be a beginner at something which I think is a new motto that I really support. I saw someone post about it on TikTok once and they were like our society thinks that you need to be a perfectionist at everything you do because all we see is everyone just being flawless at whatever they do even if it's just a hobby and I know that it's okay, at least now, with the reassurance that it's okay to not know what you're doing and to be a beginner at that. So I'm just reminding myself that it's okay to not know what you're doing. And I think that's basically what's happening right now. So like I said, I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Today's definitely going to be a deeper dive into an actual topic, whereas the first episode was really just going into who I was, what this podcast will be about, and just easing into spiraling in suburbia. And I hope everyone's having a lovely week so far. I'm recording this on Thursday, actually the day that the first episode did come out. So it came out this morning and I listened to it over and over again because I was so scared since it was scheduled to post that something random was wrong with it. And there were a few sound errors with the fact that when I click on the trackpad on my computer that it makes a loud noise into the mic when I'm starting to record or stop recording so I learned from that but other than that like I said we're getting our bearings so today we're going to be talking about the one and only social media and I think there's a lot to unfold within this subject but I think I mainly want to talk about the effect it has on society and the benefits to it pros and cons just all of that and like I said we're really spiraling here we're just going on tangents And we're talking about whatever's on my mind as soon as I click record. So, social media, it's everywhere. Um, You have Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, now Be Real, and I'm sure something else is going to come out soon. I feel like Snapchat's slightly dying, and I remember there were times I only used Snapchat as a form of communication, and it was always pictures of my face. And then it slowly turned into pictures of what was ever in front of me. And then it turned into just replying to all Snapchats. So basically, personally, I just don't use it as much as I used to. And the effort I put into it is definitely bare minimum. Even when Instagram came out with stories, I would still post on Snapchat stories, but way more casually. It would be something I didn't feel like I needed to filter, like if it was my messy room and someone being funny I was hanging out with I would just post it on Snapchat but I feel like Instagram you want to make it pretty and a filter and add little designs to it at least that's my point of view because Instagram is more of a artsy platform so I think there's pros and cons to it but like I said I think Snapchat is dying and I think Be Real is the new Snapchat. I personally don't have one but everyone um, who does have one has told me the ins and outs of it and I think it's really cool that it's not, there's no pressure to just post constantly what you're doing. It's kind of a sneak peek into your friends' lives of their day-to-day, and I think it's 
I like that it's called be real because everyone's being real. Like when it goes off, if you're at your computer, you're at your computer. If you're grocery shopping, there you have it. If you're doing something cool, like I've seen memes or funny videos of people taking it with celebrities just as a coincidence. So I just think it's a cool app and I think that's definitely where social media is headed. And going off of that, right now, I think society and the people who know social media to be a little bit toxic are trying to find ways to incorporate it in their lives still, but not have it be such a important factor and an element of their personality. So we're seeing new trends, like instead of posting the most perfect picture from your vacation, you're posting very authentic photo dumps of your half-eaten meal or your sunburnt face and it's definitely more there's more room for flaws which I personally like I think everyone like the new trend instead of being perfect is being just real you're not filtering every little thing you post if anything the photo dumps are cooler because you get to see a little album of what people are doing and I also heard that as soon as Facebook started putting out Um, They let people post those albums. That's when Facebook started dying and people think that Instagram is going to start dying because people are just filtering in albums now. They're just posting five to ten pictures at once. I don't know what the limit is on those um, compilations that everyone posts, but I personally love them. I like that I don't have to pick and choose what I'm posting online. I get to just choose a few things and let everyone have a sneak peek into my month or my year or whatever it may be. And backtracking just slightly on the photo dumps and being more real, I think that we finally had something click in our generation where we want to stop posting so much and stop letting it affect our mental health as much as it does because we all know that as soon as you open Instagram, you get a sense of serotonin. It's like I've seen comparisons of social media being the same thing as gambling. Like as soon as you refresh, you're like, what am I going to see? What's next? Like what is this? What am I gaining from this? And when you're bored, you're sitting on your phone and you catch yourself reopening the same app you were just in. It's like you're looking for something. You're looking for some sort of satisfaction. And I think we're finally getting away from that, but only to an extent. And we still want to post what we're doing. We want people to see a certain side of us. And it's, like I said, there's pros and cons to it. Pros being people and my friends that live across the country, they can still stay up to date with my life. But at the same time, I'm not posting all the small things that my friends would actually know about my life. I'm just posting the good things or the pretty sky or just something that I feel like represents me. And the con to that being is like, are we not living in the moment enough to not take the picture? And I think that's kind of what I want to unfold here is why do we have the urge to take our phone out anytime we get a beautiful meal or a coffee or the sunset is gorgeous? Like, why do we want to do that and why do we want to post it? And I think it's because we want people to see us in a certain light and represent ourselves on another platform and give people a light into our mind a little bit so especially the way people perceive you it's definitely half social media half real life and 
Shout out to Allie I work with. I just suddenly thought of this. Allie doesn't have an Instagram and she loves looking at her coworkers' Instagrams to get an insight on their lives because she doesn't know what they're really doing outside of work unless we go up and tell her, which Allie, I'd love to tell you all my details of my life. If you ever want to know, I will definitely tell you. And she scrolled on our Instagrams before and been like, oh, this this person dresses so cool. This person is, I don't know, outdoorsy, whatever. I don't know what she's actually said, but I think that it gives people a certain perspective in on our lives and who we are in a different element of our personality because we get to filter what we want people to see. And even if we're only posting once a year, once a month, or once in a blue moon, it's still something important to us, whether it be that silly sky picture or whether it be you're in a new relationship and you're posting a picture with them. Like Everyone enjoys seeing a sneak peek into what's happening in your life and your day-to-day. So when did social media really take a turn and affect us mentally and having us post all the time? Like, I mean, the downfall of it all, I think, are the stories. So Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, and now Instagram always pops up with these ads saying, or not ads, um, this agreement, like, do you want to post this on Facebook? It'll automatically go on for you. And it's like, I actually don't. And speaking of that, I just deactivated my Facebook because everyone's trying to compete with TikTok nowadays and it's all sponsored videos or pictures. And if I look at one too long, it knows that. And a lot of the time it shows me like pop culture memes and I look at one too long and then my whole Facebook feed is pop culture memes. I don't know about you, but I want to see who got engaged. I want to see who's pregnant and I'm not seeing that anymore. I'm not seeing... Like, that's why we have Facebook is because we want to be nosy. We want to know what that person from high school is up to. Now I'm just seeing memes about, I don't even know, random people. And I finally deactivated it because I didn't want to fully delete it. I still want those memories and one day to just see those stupid pictures I posted in sixth grade of the most insane messy bun you've ever seen and thinking I was so cool with all the apps we used to take pictures on and filters and all that fun stuff. So... Like I said, I still want to capture those memories, which is kind of what the whole premise of social media is, is capturing memories and posting them to live on. So why why do we think that it's so important to preserve those moments in digital form? When did it go from having such a great night and writing it in a diary or journal or telling your best friends to just posting it online with an emoji? and just letting people perceive it as they want. Half the time, we don't even put a caption of, oh, like, I went on vacation to California, and I met this crazy person, and I don't even know what I'm talking about. But we don't give any insight onto what we're doing. We just post it with a cute emoji sometimes, or we just do, like, a a funny a funny caption. There's so much pressure around captions. I feel like no one wants to be that basic person that's like, long hair, don't care when you get a haircut. Like, no one wants to be that person anymore. At the end of the day, most of us, especially me, I love capturing moments, and I'm the first culprit of pulling out my phone for concerts, fireworks, um, anything, and I've had people be like, oh, I I don't do that typically because I don't look back on them. And I'm like, well, I do. I love looking back on the concert videos. Yes, when people post the whole concert, it's really annoying and no one actually looks at it, but I do it for myself, but I don't know if everyone does, and 
no one's perfect when it comes to social media. We all know it's toxic, but I don't think it'll ever really come to an end unless there's some screeching halt of, I don't know, something happening within the media and it just comes to an end. I've heard a lot about people thinking that one day it'll just suddenly not disappear, but dwindle down because to an extent, everyone has followers nowadays. Everyone has fans. And there used to be a time where this is kind of based off the whole Britney Spears situation and interviews I've heard. But when Britney Spears got famous, you were so, if you were so famous back then, like 90s, 2000s, people would be coming up to your door, knocking on your door just to get an insight of who you are, especially paparazzi if you have a following. But now you don't even need to have that interaction. You could be the biggest fan of someone of an Instagram model and you know their entire life. Like you're able to follow them and know their day to day with a click of a button. Whereas years ago, you had to have an insane level of fame for people to even acknowledge you because they had to go out of their way to know more about you to figure out when you're going on tour. They're not just posting it on social media. And I'm sure there were loopholes to that. I know MySpace was a big thing and MySpace was like just a few years ahead of my time. I didn't ever have a MySpace. I first got a Facebook when I was like 12. I don't even know when that was. And I had to beg my parents to let me get one. My first taste of social media was Club Penguin. And I'm pretty sure that my mom didn't want me to have one because you had to get an authorization email. And I remember asking for days on end if the authorization email came through so I could get on and now you get the authorization email of I don't know when you sign into a Google account and it like wants you to verify or something you get that within seconds so I don't know if it was just a different time and emails didn't work like that in terms of like those companies and online digital sources weren't I don't know if they were as quick as they are now but I think she didn't want me to get one because she kept being like, oh, they didn't email yet. They didn't email yet as if it's like a person waiting for all the emails to come through and have to write like a a personal email to them. So, mom, if you're listening to this, did you want me to get a Club Penguin or were you lying to me or am I just stupid? And the email actually took that long. But anyway, I digress. Okay, so let's go back to MySpace and the loophole. Not even MySpace, but the loophole of I'm sure there was there was more to that. I was literally not even a thought in the world yet in the early 90s when social media wasn't as prominent as it was now but all I'm saying is the times have changed and we just have we have too many resources to get into people's lives and the scary thing is a lot of people let's go into cancel culture for example one person does something wrong or they're stupid and post the wrong thing and society is like that's not okay we're gonna cancel you And yes, there's definitely valid reasons for why people should be shut down and be told that what they're doing is not okay within reason, but we only know, like, say someone posts once once a day, once an hour, whatever it may be, we only know minutes or seconds of their day. We don't know anything else about them, but the way people think social media works and the way people think they present themselves online is as if we know their entire life story, which I have to remind myself all the time. I'm the first person to be like, well, we don't know their whole life story. Maybe we don't know the full story. Even when people come out with like those drama things. I remember when James Charles and that other beauty guru got in like an internet fight and we all knew about it. But at the same time, yes, they're telling their story. But do we know the whole story? No. But 
they still make us take sides. So it's just crazy how much this affects our lives when if these platforms didn't exist, we would have no idea about half the stuff going on behind the scenes or half the fights going on in the world of people we look up to. And that's definitely one of the cons I'm trying to get at of social media. We just know too much and the fact we can follow anyone and know about their lives and what they post and even if it's fake and you see, I mean, I don't even want to get into it, but all of the body positivity and people being negative about their body image. I mean, half of that is from social media, but now we have people on the opposite spectrum and they're promoting like natural beauty and all those things, which is amazing and I love, but it's because of social media where they came out with apps like Facetune and you have all these opportunities to edit your body and edit what you look like because you get to post a picture and now they, I think they can do it with videos And a prime example is the Kardashians. I'm pretty sure they figured out a way to edit actual camera work. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know why they need, they feel the need because they have so much influence and power on this nation, not even like the US, like everywhere. I was reading something the other day about the Kardashians and how the amount of power they have is actually a little scary because not only do they have an impact on our nation, but like the whole world. Think about even just beauty standards, going back to that and how social media has affected all of that. The beauty standards and all their plastic surgery, I think there's a study of how many people have gotten plastic surgery based on the Kardashians' looks. And I know there's like a very high number of people who have brought in a picture of Kim Kardashian and been like, I want this done on me. I just don't think that's natural at all. The fact they have that impact. And the thing is, they kind of like gaslight us to think that they haven't gotten work done or they're like oh I've done it just for myself I don't think I have an impact on everyone it's like girl you you guys are an empire you have your hand in every single business at least every single prominent business you have tequila you have um skims you have skincare you have modeling I don't even know I can't even name them all but they have their hand in everything I think Rob has socks like you can't get away from them and their image and they have a very large impact on society so Backtracking a little bit, I want to go... Oh my goodness, that was my dog, Moxie. She's barking at nothing. Let's backtrack and talk about why we feel the need to post everything and capture our memories digitally. So I kind of got into the fact that because of platforms letting you post stories in the moment, that's one of the things. And I think we all have this mindset that People want to see what we're doing, but in reality, I don't know about you guys, besides my few friends where, like, I enjoy knowing what they're doing because they post it, I'm supporting them, even if it's just a picture of a chicken nugget, I'm like, hell yeah, like, you go, girl. But some people, I just barely even know them, and I'm like, why am I looking at your story? I don't know what you're, I don't really know you. But when I post a story, I'm like, this is fire, I'm going to rewatch it, and you, like, look at it from someone else's perspective, you're like, oh, I wonder what this person's going to think of my story, or, like, I don't know, if I'm at a place where I know my best friend eats all the time, maybe she's going to be like, oh, like, Kayla's there, that's so fun, and it's not that deep, but realistically, how much do we care about what other people post? For example, concert videos. I love taking concert videos, I post them, I try not to do the whole concert because we know how annoying that is, but... When other people do it, and when they're there in the moment, they're like, this is the best time ever, but 
the real life to video situation it's just not the same effect on us mentally we don't have there's not a level of happiness of us watching that video only the person experiencing it in real time has that level of excitement which is why they want to post it because they're like this is so cool I want to show my friends in the world and whoever wants to look at it but in reality we always skip it because we're like oh we don't care we're just like chilling at home like it's not that we don't care and it's I, I say we we don't care but it's not that we don't it's more like it's not the same effect on us mentally we're like okay that's cool whatever mm-hmm. if anything I'm like oh my god can they stop posting a billion of these videos but I know they're having a great time so if anything I'm like okay whatever like I've done it we've all done it we all post a little too much especially when we've had a little bit too much to drink and like I said been there done that but I think society needs to go back to just letting memories live on the way they need to Mm -hmm. and I know that things evolve over time so when there wasn't social media or camera phones were just coming out or all you carried around was a digital camera you print the picture out and just put it in a scrapbook or hang it on your wall for memories but now we have all of these memories just in our hand If I scroll back far enough, I probably have photos from when I was a child just on my phone for random things to now. It's like I have almost the whole timeline of my life just in my hand because it's all digital now. We don't, which is super convenient and I understand why it has evolved, but why do we feel the urge to take out our phone anytime something good happens? It's like we want to capture it in the moment and not let it slip away, but at the end of the day is posting that picture of your wine at dinner which I actually did last week so this is not coming for anyone I'm literally just talking about how crazy it is that we all do this but is posting a picture of your wine gonna have the same effect on you a week from then a year from then 50 years from then it's like will you remember that exact moment Or should you take pictures of something else? Maybe the people there, maybe, I don't know. I I can't even think of examples because sometimes you just don't need to capture the moment. And it's been something I've been working on, but there's always a fine line. It's like my best friend Megan has a food Instagram. So obviously she's going to take pictures of food because she's trying all these amazing cuisines, all these amazing places. And that's her hobby. Whereas here, like podcasting is now my side hobby. Like we all have a reason to post what we want. But when did it spiral out of control? When did it become way too toxic and almost a habit? We just reach for our phone, either refresh to see what someone else has have posted. Maybe we just want to, I don't even know, even TikTok. The attention level, the attention span I have now has definitely dwindled since I started scrolling through TikTok like three years ago because you have such small snippets of videos The only time I catch myself ever watching a full-length YouTube video is like at the gym when I'm on the treadmill because I don't really have anything else to do. I try to put something on in my free time and I catch myself back on my phone scrolling because I can't concentrate anymore and that's so toxic and I try to limit myself. I think we all do. I think we all know the situation but social, social media essentially controls our world. It's so hard to get away from it and there's so many wonderful things about it. I've wanted to delete Instagram for so many years now, but 
I used to really be into photography and always want to post my pictures on Instagram. So it's always like an excuse. And now for this, I want to promote my podcast on Instagram. And I love seeing what my friends are doing. I love when they post, but there's a fine line of, are we just taking pictures to be like, look what I'm doing? Or are we capturing the moment? And do we need to capture the moment and post it? Or can we just take a picture of it and let it live in our camera roll? That's kind of the main question. I think it's going to be an unanswered question because I just, I don't know. I think social media is going to slightly die down a little bit, but I think it'll always live on because, there, like I said, there's so many benefits to it. And I think that we're starting to realize any negativity from it, we're trying to fix and we're trying to evolve from it. And for example, Instagram, there was always this pressure of getting so many likes and now you can turn on a filter that says, and others liked. You don't have, they don't have to know the exact like count on it. And let's be honest, the algorithm nowadays with Instagram, I don't even know what my friends are posting anymore. I can't see their posts. All I see is random sponsored videos by things I don't care about. So once again, it was working. Things were working, but everyone's just trying to compete with the next new thing. And all these sponsors just want to make money. All these brands just want to make money. They're just trying to put themselves on social media which everyone wants to do. Everyone wants to make money. It's, it's in every industry. I wish we could all just live in harmony and not feel the need to post everything, but I still do it. I'm working on it only because I know that if it makes me happy, I don't need to post every second of it. Like sometimes I'll make little TikTok videos of a day in my life and they're so fun to make and I know that they're going to get 10 likes from my friends and I don't do it for likes. I do it for memories and if I see like a trendy song happening and I'm like that'd be really cute to put to my travel video like I'll post it but there's always a fine line where you feel like you're posting to please other people when you should if you are posting do it for a good reason and to make yourself happy don't do it for anyone else don't do it so other people can see it do it because you want to and I think that's the moral of the story is Social media really just controls our lives and it's definitely toxic, but I think the fine line is as long as it works for you, do it that way. If you need to delete social media for a little bit, go for it. But for me, sometimes if I'm on it too long, it's toxic because if I'm in a rut one day or for a week on end, a month on end, and I'm just looking at what other people are doing and I don't even know them. So for example, I don't even know. I think Alex Earl's the one trending right now and she was in Dubai and then she's in always in Miami going to parties, barely going to school and that seems like an amazing life but do we know what's actually happening the other 20 hours of the day? We don't. We don't know if her life's perfect. I'm sure it seems it from the outside because she's doing all these fun things but we compare ourselves so much to other people and I wish that there was a way just not to, but I think that since this has been going on for a while and we know the impact it has on us and our mental health, I'd like to say things are getting better, but overall, whoever's listening, don't compare yourself to other people online. You really don't know what's happening in their lives and just try to use social media for good reasons and if it's a hobby for you, post as much as you want, but like I said, when does it become a problem? When do we feel like we're reaching for our phone to capture every moment? Because are we living in the moment or are we just trying to capture it for future reference? And does it matter? I don't know. So I'm going to leave those questions out in the open. Feel free to answer those questions. I'm going to do a plug right now. I feel like I feel so legitimate. I feel like one of those YouTubers that's like, don't forget to like and subscribe. But 
If you want to let me know your thoughts on this opinion of mine, my Instagram is literally the name of the podcast, Spiraling in Suburbia. Feel free to send me a message if you're one of my friends. Feel free to contradict this, but that's my hot take on social media, and thank you for spiraling with me today, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.